Welcome back to another exciting episode of Aaron's Opinion, the podcast for blind people where we talk about critical issues in the blindness community. I'm Aaron Richmond. Tonight, like all, of the, all, all other episodes, is of course copywritten by me, Aaron Richmond, and Aaron's Opinion. Thank you. And this podcast can be watched right here on YouTube where so many of you love to watch us. You can also tune in uh, and listen on iTunes or anywhere you get a podcast. Don't forget, Aaron's Opinion 6 at gmail.com or 1240-681-9869. Comment below, follow on Facebook, Twitter, and even consider becoming a patron on my Patreon page. All right? Let's get into this one. Um, you know, I was just basically surfing around on Facebook in the podcast community, and I came across a podcast that I had never heard of, and now I'm glad I have heard of them, the Frank and Potsy, Potsy podcast. And we are joined this evening by Potsy, wanted to join us. So welcome to Aaron's Opinion. I've heard that you talk a lot about, you know, politics, sports, society, anything, you name it. Go ahead. Why don't you start uh, the meet? <laughs> Why don't you open it up and decide what we're going to talk about? And then we'll basically let the conversation go from there. We, uh, well, uh, uh, first of all, thank you for, uh, for reaching out and, and inviting me on to my pleasure. To it, 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 uh, it, it was, it was, it's truly t- uh, an honor to be on with you. I, I truly appreciate it. Oh, it's an um, honor to have you. Yeah. We, uh, our, our, our show, uh, is, on you know, on on all the big networks, you know, it's on Facebook and YouTube and Twitch mostly. Most of our viewership comes from Twitch. Uh, we also threw it up on Periscope just just to give it a shot. But uh, we're on Wednesday through Friday, and we start at uh, five thirty Eastern time, five thirty p.m. Eastern time. And basically, we talk about almost all of it is the current events of of of, of that day. Uh, but that that really is, is kind of broad. It, it's everything from, uh, you know, the, 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 the riot rioting we saw a couple of days ago to, uh, uh, you know, the NFL playoffs going on right now. It's, it really depends on what the day is. And basically we're just a, a bunch of guys who, who, you know, give our opinion, who, uh, who try very hard to, to uh, intelligently discuss some of the things that are going on and, uh, you know, like, like everybody, you know, in, in our community, we, we're, we're, we always look for feedback from, you know, people who are watching or listening or whatever, and, you know, interacting with, uh, with our audience. And that's, you know, we get a lot of joy and, and we really have a good time doing it. So, you know, yeah, that's, yeah. And that's why, so, you know, a little bit more about me, what I was doing, well, my, my academic background is in the field of international relations so I love talking about current events and what's going on in our very concerning world. Um, and we, we, there's, there, there's material. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. There's no, there's no shortage of things to say. If you want to talk current events, well, that's going to be an easy episode to record because every day is a current event. Every day is an event. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 29 years old. So, you know, with this situation, this health situation and the pandemic and the, all, all the healthcare issues today, this is basically, I've told people that, you know, the first big thing that I've had to go through in my life. Um, I mean, there were other issues when I was a boy, but you know, when you're, when you're a little boy growing up, you don't think about stuff. So, right. you know, this, the 2020 has been the first major year where I've had a major thing to, to overcome. Well, you know, what, what was going on with me was I was listening to podcasts for the for a blind audience and for the disability community. And I noticed one thing. I noticed that the podcasts I was listening to, although they were great, they weren't really approachable like you like you and I are. You know, they weren't really the type of podcast where you could just come up to them and say, hey, you know, I just want to come on to your show. I, I don't really know you, but I'm a fellow podcaster. I want to come on to your show, blah, blah, blah. You know, can I come on? I always felt like they just weren't open enough. And I love educating people because I'm a teacher by trade. And I love complaining because if I can't complain, what's the point? <laughs> like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to stop complaining. Okay. It's just an activity for me to do. If, if, if I don't have anything to complain about, I'll figure out something to complain about. 
well, why don't I complain to myself and push the record button? And I discovered that by doing that, you gain an audience of people who have a lot of the same interests as you do. And I figured that out. And then things, you know, built upwards from there, from there, you know, iTunes, YouTube. Oh, we have Zoom. Oh, this can get all the way to YouTube. And the next thing you know, more and more people start watching it. And I, I, every episode I record, I appreciate and enjoy it more and more because I'm able to have a, have a stronger and more greater resonance with the podcast community. So it's by far the most interesting and quite frankly, one of the kindest communities, communities I've dealt with. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's, that's kind of my approach on where I'm coming. So what are some current events that you want to, that you want to take a stab at that you would want my opinion about? I love giving out my opinions. Well, I, I guess the, let's, you know, let's, let's, uh, let, let, let's let's discuss the uh, you know the 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 four hundred pound gorilla in the room, uh, which was the, uh, the 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 events that we saw at the uh, at the Capitol a couple of days mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. Um, everything that that happened there, and you know I, I really don't don't want to uh, uh, try to try to coax a. a one direction or another out of you. So just what is, what is your take on this? What, what did you feel about it? How did, uh, how did it affect you? It, it affected me because I was frustrated. I was frustrated because that behavior of violence and rioting does not support the United States of America. And that's, that's the country that I support. And when you behave like that, you're kind, you're kind of losing a lot of credibility. So I was very frustrated that people felt the need to misbehave like that. Not to mention, writing doesn't solve anything. It just makes people angrier. It just causes more problems, um, you know, as if we didn't have problems already. So, you know, I, I, I would really want to know intellectually, and I, I, I don't have the, a logical answer, what are they trying to prove? Do you really want more problems? Do you really want more violence? Do you really want more people to believe that you are, and by you, I mean the rioters, that you are someone who is not really credible because you know when you don't support the United States and you're talking about all the changes that we need to have happen, it's not really supportive of our country. I don't know, that's just my opinion. No, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty insightful, uh view of it yeah i i was incredibly frustrated myself uh i i watched this whole thing play out and i i i saw a a a whole bunch of people who were pretty much incited to do things that whenever you can get somebody to play on your emotions the way they obviously were if you saw just their actions you saw what what if you heard what they were what what they were saying while while they were uh rioting you you saw a lot of anger right you heard a lot of anger and nothing nothing good nothing positive that you can do societally happens from a position of anger right It, it, it just tears things down it just destroys things and to get that riled up and and to to cause the amount of damage, not only to to the structures, to the buildings, to to, to things like that, but you know this is going to be the the the, the martial artist to be coming out. The the damage and destruction you've done to your your home, to to your name, to your your family because you decided to, to run around like a knucklehead and start breaking windows in a Capitol building. Uh, I, I, I honestly don't know if, if these, these folks gave it a whole lot of thought beforehand or if they're feeling any kind of remorse or, you know, one of these, uh, the, these things where it's like, oh my God, what did I do? You know, I never should have done that, you know, that type thing. Um, I, I don't know how that, how that plays out in, you know, in, in a lot of their minds. I, I, or if they they just feel like they failed this time and they're going to try it again next time, you know, they're going to do something else. I really don't know which way this is going to go, but that whole idea of, of how my thoughts, my actions, my deeds, things like that have an effect on, on people around me. And, and you know, especially in my home and my family, 
I, I don't think that people that these these folks give it give that a whole lot of thought because I don't I don't think there would be quite as many if there were. Yeah, definitely not. And I think that a lot of these people, you know, I think that some people sit, you know, sit around and and wait for an opportunity like this. And there are, I think that there are some people, a certain percentage of our population, who sits around and waits for an opportunity to go create a problem. And I think that there are there are people who just really are just bored, don't have anything else to do and wait around for something like this to happen. It's not like they actually care. And the other thing is, it's not like they care about the issues that they're rioting about. They care about rioting about anything. So it's not, I, I don't think they have any, I don't think they have any vested interest in what they were, what they were rioting. I think they had an interest in rioting. You think so, they're just angry? I think they're just bored. They're just bored and fed up and they, they, they just need something to do. But intellectually, do I think that they, truly have a vested interest in any of the things that they were rioting about some of them maybe but many probably not i don't know yeah i i i agree i think there were there were a few people well i mean uh, how many i don't know but there were a few people i, I think who honestly believe what what they were saying and honestly believed in what they were doing uh I, obviously, they are, are misinformed, uh, either intentionally or, or, or not. But I, I think you have a large group of people. And I, I don't know if you remember or, or, or uh, heard the interview of, of the lady who was upset that she was maced. Uh, and when the reporter asked her why she was maced, and she, she said, I don't know. And he said, well, were you not just storming the Capitol building? And she said, yes, it's a revolution. But couldn't understand why she was maced. <laughs> well, well, you know, what, like, that's well all you got. yeah, well, what do you, well, she was lucky that's all that happened. Uh, I've never been, I've never been maced. Um, but then again, I've never um i've never been in a i've never been in a riot before um luckily so mm. I, I i i would expect to be maced i guess I, I it's not something that i would want to do so i don't have to worry about if i will be maced or not i guess um but that, that, that see that just shows the mind the, you know the frame of mind of the mm. of people like this where they're willing to do it without without truly thinking or understanding the consequences. I mean, you know, you go up against, you know, some of these Capitol police or secret service, you know, you can, you, you can, your, your life can end. So it's, it's lucky she survived with just being maced. That's, yeah. I've heard it's, I've heard it's really bad. It is really unpleasant, but there are far worse. It, yeah. it is extremely unpleasant. Yeah. Oh, so you've had, you've had it happen to you? Or uh, well, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm uh, certified. And so I have to get maced every year. <laughs> oh, well, thank, well, thank you. Thank you for your service. Well, I, I, I'm, I, an, I'm an, I, I'm, I'm an instructor. I don't, I'm not. Uh, oh, you uh, aren't, you aren't active law enforcement. No, I, I instruct. Oh, oh you, oh, you instruct. Okay. Well, that's, that's very interesting. So you instruct police how to use uh, that's, that's kind of cool. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Uh is, is uh, my um, niche, my, 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 uh, what I teach is uh, open-handed mm -hmm. uh, techniques, right? So, and that's almost a misnomer because, you know, I also teach them how to use their, their batons and, and things like that. But uh, I've taught, uh, I've taught, departments in 27 states and uh in three different countries oh wow and well how did how did you get into that and you know i was i uh i have a a, a master's certification in hapkido and i was uh I, during my training during my formal training uh opportunities to to get instructor certification uh for police or for peace officers, whether it's police or, or uh, uh, you know, guards or, you know, bailiffs or anything like that. A lot of those opportunities arose and they, they kind of arose pretty quickly. Um, so I decided to give it a shot and say, okay, well, you know, I'm training anyhow. So, you know, let, let, let's see what happens. And, and it was purely a whim and, 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 you know, my wife ended up doing it with me and, uh, it just kind of snowballed. 
to, to be honest. And, and, you know, with now the, you know, we're in the age of COVID, obviously those opportunities to instruct are dwindling, dwindled away very quickly, but um, yeah, it's, it's just, it, it's kind of started off as uh, a, almost like a hobby. And, you know, I, I, uh, I had a school for a while, you know, again, until, until all this fun hit. And then, you know, we just, you, you, you just get a whole bunch of guys and say, here, you know, let me show you how to do this. And it, one thing kind of leads to another. And next thing you know, you're getting a phone call saying, Hey, can you teach our guys? Can you, can you come out to, uh, you know, Vegas? Can you come out to, you know, Cincinnati? Can you, I, you know, can you come down to Atlanta? Can you come to these places and can you, can you show us what to do? You know? And I was like, sure, I can. Here's what it's going to cost. <laughs> <laughs> And it just it just kind of kind of went from there. Oh, re- really, really fascinating. A while back on this podcast, I actually had a retired correctional officer from a prison um, who became blind later on in life, and we talked about his his experience, uh, sort of in law enforcement. So that it was a very mm-hmm. interesting, very very interesting thing. So okay, so um, if you're talking to let's say. Uh, Capitol Police, I would assume, is would be who would be actually protecting the Capitol along with Secret Service, right? I guess, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yes. So, um, so how how should so if you're instructing them, how should they? Um, what skills and what tactics uh, are you know are used to deal with this behavior and, and rioting and, and types of things? How how does like how does it work exactly when they when they it, monitor things? Yeah. Uh, you know, whenever you're dealing with with a with a mob it's it's damn near impossible to, yeah. to, to be honest okay uh, the, the the burden of restraint is always on the always on the officer okay and for the listeners what do you mean by you know can, can you define burden of restraint I have an idea but can you define uh, a, a a person who is in a mob uh, has the the flexibility and believe me when I tell you it's not the, the best term to use but I think you'll get my point um, to use at any tactic that they feel necessary to do in other words if they just wanted to run up and stab you in the throat that's what they're going to do okay uh, a, 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 an officer does not have that same discretion uh, an officer is, is required to meet force with equal force Okay. So in other words, somebody comes at them yelling and screaming and they can't pull out their gun and shoot them. Understood. Okay. Right. Uh, When somebody comes at them with a knife or a bat or whatever, there's a a legitimate fear for their own lives. Then yes, they are permitted to, to use their weapons. And we've seen it time and time and time again. Um, So the, the, the idea of these these rioters these people who are breaking the law who are being very aggressive who are who are being very violent uh in a lot of ways the officers are still responsible for their protection as well as their own and it's it's a it's a pretty big burden that some of these guys have to have to deal with and i'm not saying that that you know there aren't mistakes made but whenever you have a a a riot and a mob situation uh the the amount of training that you have or the uh, the the amount of discretion that you have or the 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 amount of of uh, uh, available courses of action are extremely limited and you 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 wind up in in a very very big disadvantage the only thing that they can really have on their side uh is at any at any given point to have a superior number that's really that's really about it if, if there's more people in that mob than you have officers there the officers are going to lose unless they decide to just start whipping out weapons and shooting people which you know obviously they're not going to do right right it. sure 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 yeah it's very it's a very very it's very interesting with that without a doubt so you know in that case who were were the officers outnumbered or were the were yes. the protests? Oh, okay. Oh, yes. the officers were out, were outnumbered. Okay. It, it, well, that's it, it, that's what I thought. Yeah. Incredibly. Well, that's that would be my you know on one hand that would be my logical assumption 
people wouldn't people wouldn't be well then again it's, the whole thing is illogical so i can't i can't start it by saying my logical assumption <laughs> that, that, it's not it's not accurate my illogical conclusion to this would be if you're a rioter you logic illogically you shouldn't riot if you think you're going to be outnumbered by law enforcement but then if you're a rioter you don't care you don't care about things so right yeah the 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 uh the rational thought goes out the window yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. It's, because, it's just mob mentality. And, and just and just you explaining to me how the training works shows me why the entire situation was Ill- it was illogical and not not a rational way of thinking. Yeah, it's very very yeah. That that's a very good very good analogy. Very good point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's crazy. That's craziness. That's 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 just crazy. So. Basically, what you're telling me is the only thing a, a police officer can do in that situation is just pray race yeah i mean you know it they they're more than more than well enough equipped to handle a a Mm one-on-one uh you know uh situation sometimes even a two-on-one sometimes depending i mean you know there's always that you know there's the answer is always well it depends right uh but that's the problem (laughs) there's no this is this is exactly the confusion i think that um, you know, a lot of, well, um, no, I mean, jo- children do not, um, my, I restrict my audience to adults only. So this is, mm-hmm. you know, an, a, an explicit adults only podcast, but I will tell you, my opinion is I think that children and young, younger teenagers, people 10 years younger than me, um, don't re- have a hard time understanding law enforcement for this very reason, because there are so many different variables, it, everything, it all depends. It all depends on the situation. To me, that makes sense, but to a younger person, it doesn't. So it, you know, it makes sense where we'd have this huge problem. Um, now, when I guess when this riot began, I'm guessing the Capitol Police knew that they were going to come, right? Or, I uh, yeah, because I mean, you yeah, know, they, they they knew it for a couple of days, right? That that well, they they knew they were going to have this march for a couple of days because you have to get permits and there were stages built and everything, right? Mm-hmm. So it was kind of hard to miss it. Uh, I, 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 I'm not exactly sure. There is some talk that that, uh, and it's it's all conspiracy theory, so I really don't want to bring any light to it. But I, I'm not exactly sure that they were prepared for the total number of people that they were going to have to deal with. Um, and I, I think that that there were a whole lot of people who were hoping that it was just a march and they would go from point A to point B, and then that would be the end of it. Uh, Obviously, it didn't go the way they were hoping. Right, right. Now, I know I certainly don't have a problem, you know, with a, 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 in my opinion, a peaceful march, a peaceful march and a respectful march is completely different than what we saw. I don't know. I think they're two totally different things. Okay. If they, okay, good. So if if you want to be respectful and peaceful and support our country and march about an issue that you know about and believe in, I, I still don't think that's really... I, I still personally, I don't think that actually helps anything, but you can do it. But I think also what happened was I think all these other, you know, crazy, these crazy violent people who were waiting around to be crazy and violent showed up and either turned it violent with the intent of being violent the entire time or in the end, if it erupted into violence, it, you know, it's hard to say which came first. Did they truly come with the intent of just creating a mess or did they, you know, did they show up and say, well, we're a little bit crazier. We're going to try to push some buttons and see how far it goes. You know, I, I don't know. What's your sense of that? If they truly intended for this to be this out of hand. I, I, I think there were, there were a, a, a number of people who absolutely wanted the violence and the chaos. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that the, uh, the, the speeches and the egging on that, uh, that the president and his son and, and uh, Giuliani did helped encourage that aggressiveness uh i i they definitely stoked the the the, the flames uh, it should not have it, it it should not have come to this but whenever you hear the speeches that that these folks gave whenever you 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 look at the the the, the body language again that you know we keep going back to uh it it was inevitable 
And I, I'm half convinced that uh, there were people up on that stage giving those speeches that that's what they wanted to see. I, I, I truly believe that. They wanted to see this. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know, are you saying that maybe some people in, in the administration maybe were kind of frustrated and needing to blow off some steam? In other I, words? I, I think you had somebody, you know, you, you, had a, you had a president who didn't want to accept the fact that he lost an election and blamed everybody else other than the fact that he just wasn't the one that was, that, that was picked to win. Right. Yeah. Although I, I, I do understand what you're saying. Although all of that put together puts him in danger, his family in danger and the rest of the capital and anyone who works in that area in danger. So he mm -hmm. can be frustrated. He can be frustrated, but why he would want to stress himself out. I don't know. I thought he was like in his seventies. You know, why, why he would want to, why he would want to cause himself that extra stress and yeah. stress out the secret service that are around him uh may may maybe possibly but i but i don't know enough to share the opinion i i i see the opinion but i don't know enough to share it I, I, who knows it's kind of beside the to me it's kind of beside the point because what happened shouldn't have and it shouldn't have become such such a mess no it it, it shouldn't have but you know there there's there's an argument to be made that the only way that you have a chance of, of, of things like this not repeating themselves is to find out what the root cause of it was. Well, sure. You know, yeah. So. Without, oh, without doubt with, with politics, everything happens behind closed doors. We'll never know. Not, not um, truly. No, no, we'll never, we'll never get to the bottom of it. Same thing. Same thing, same thing with the, with the pandemic and all, all of the, you know, that whole health situation, you know, there are, there are people who don't believe in it. There are people who believe all sorts of conspiracies. Mm -hmm. And and let me tell you, you know, I know you haven't listened to a lot of my content. You might not have been on my channel for a while, but you know, I'm 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 a pretty strange guy. You know, there's a lot of silly stuff I believe, but some of the silly stuff that people are coming up with, I can't. I I am I emotionally, intellectually, and philosophically can't even begin to understand it. Some of these conspiracies that people are coming up with are really, really, really scary. And you know, and for for the listeners, you really have to be careful not to believe in conspiracies. Um, there was an episode I recorded just couple, about a week ago. I don't I forget when I recorded because I record so much, but I recorded an episode called Tea Time, um, where I I interviewed this reporter who I was listening to uh, Deep Cuts, um, Deep Cuts podcast, and they were uh -huh. talking about the Phantom Patriot. And I, I, I said to myself, you know, that episode is really strange. That's really strange. That's, that's some weird stuff. Well, I was, you know, perusing their group and I found the author who wrote the book, who was interviewed and, you know, not thinking of it, I reached out to him, you know, hey, you know, I'm Aaron Richmond from Aaron's Opinion. Can I interview you on my podcast? Mainly, I just wanted to learn more about it. Well, it's a very strange story. Well, in moral of the story, you know, if you believe in these conspiracies enough, you know, in, in that story, you know, the guy finds himself at the Bohemian Grove and shoots it up and then goes to prison and FBI and, you know, in the end, tragically, two years ago, takes his own life. So you so guys, be careful what conspiracies you believe, because a lot all of them are dangerous and all of them are crazy and I don't believe in as many of them as I used to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, the, the, the thing about conspiracies is, is you, you, you latch onto it and you hold onto it because you make a connection to it. Yeah. You, you have a vested interest in the idea. Of course, it's yeah. easier to, it's easier to maintain the belief than it is to lose the belief. You know, yes. if you believe in it long enough, it's true. Yeah. But there have been some very, um, what have been some other interesting conspiracies that you've seen on, on your side of the podcast, uh, on your, on your channel? There's a lot of them. Oh, there's 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 a bunch. Uh, there, you know the the idea of uh, of of this uh, uh, this 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 strain of COVID, uh, you know, was created in a lab someplace, and uh, it was intentional. And you know, it just goes on and on and on down the line about about some of these things. Uh, you you. I guess that 
you know, the, 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 the Chinese government is, is, was working on some nerve thing or whatever it was someplace in Wuhan and some lab is easier for some people to get their heads around than, you know what, this is what happens whenever you have, you know, open markets someplace that aren't controlled. You know, mm-hmm. I guess the, the idea of that random is something that random happening. People can't put their heads around. So it's easier right. to believe that there's, it was, it was, it was nefarious that it was just, you know, that's how it goes, you know, that type thing. Without doubt. And I think it was still that episode or maybe it was someone else who I was talking to about this very issue that people, or might've been a student actually. And the, the lesson here is that people will always believe the easier story. So whatever's mm-hmm. easier for them to believe it's the, if it's the easy way out, they'll believe it. Um, yeah. I was speaking with a student from from Taiwan at one point, and she was uh, very, very, very awfully against mainland China. And we came to the part of the discussion about, you know, the, the truth behind the virus. And, you know, I, I shared, you know, some of my opinion. And then, you know, I said, in the end, we'll never get to the bottom of it. But then I asked a question. I said, so whether it was done intentionally or not, whether it was came from the bat in the, in the market or not, what do you think? What, what do you think the truth is? And her answer was very good. Her answer was, it doesn't really matter what the truth of it is. What matters is that this situation demonstrates gross neglect. The situation was grossly neglectful and should never have happened, no matter what the story is. So, you know, I have some pretty harsh opinions about it, but overall, it's grossly neglectful. Yeah. 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 That's that's a that that's a a, a great. Uh... Uh, a, a, a great way to look at it you know the how it began is is almost immaterial it, it was the fact that that or i should say where it began is immaterial how it began was is 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 the more important issue uh and you're right it was, it was at some point you know somebody was very neglectful and maybe you know maybe it it it, it did happen in a lab and somebody was just uh was not on their game that day. And, you know, I'll just say something stupid and like left the window open or whatever it is. And it fell out. You know, I'm just, I'm just making it up. I don't, I don't right. Know. Right. You know and what I, I'm saying? Just something yes, yes. As, as innocent and I as explain, that. Well, and I, well, and I explained to her, I said, we, we, we have incredibly secretive f- uh, facilities um, in our country. Um, I, I do know for a fact, um, you know, that I, 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 have, I do not work and I have never worked in this industry, but I know that we have things that are, that are dangerous, like this particular virus. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. and, I, and I also know that we keep those things safe. We keep those things locked up right. to make sure they don't get out. So that really, that really plays out and that really demonstrates the, the gross neglect that, that we've seen in this entire situation. So, you know, the other conspiracies... I'm not, I'm not terribly receptive to him, but I've, I've heard everything as outlandish as um, that the, oh, so there's so many different versions of it. Something about like that Microsoft created the vaccine so they can pump microchips into yeah. people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. But you know, you know, don't, 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 you know, let's not laugh too hard because there are people in, you know, in the for, in Soviet Union, former Soviet, Soviet bloc who do believe that. So mm-hmm. I've met people who believe who will tell you that that's that's the point of the that's exactly the point. And those saying those same very people, by the way, will tell you that astronauts are not real and that we've never left the Earth's atmosphere. I've heard that one a lot too. That we've never walked on the moon. You'd be surprised. Yeah. A lot of people don't believe it. Um, but the, but the fact is is we're we're all all dealing with what all of these different incidents that have been happening lately revolve around is basically people not thinking, basically people being neglectful in their thoughts and their philosophy or, or in their practices. And I think it really sets the wrong message for, the young, for younger teenagers and younger people who are needing to come of age in this, in this crisis. So that's really where it gets scary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, the, 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 the kids, kids are amazing uh and i think a lot of it depends on their age because i i I look at at really really young children uh up to first second third grade 
and they're they're wearing their mask and they're 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 doing their thing and and you know they're you know lifting their hair up whatever they so somebody can take their temperature and you know it's hard for me to do that but um and they don't they they're very resilient right they don't they don't blink an eye it's just that's just that's what we do okay that's everyday life and then you have you know some kids that are older um who who still you know resist putting the masks on and, and uh you know the distance learning and things like that right? yeah um so it's it, you know and then it, it, you know when you get to adulthood it's it's a crapshoot you know it, we're, we're we're so by this time we're so locked in our ways that anything deviating from our norm sets us off but you, kids are, are are something else and and I, I, I think that the, the younger kids are in a lot of ways, probably because just of sheer innocence are probably far more better equipped to handle this, this change in, in, in our society than probably anybody else's. Without doubt, without doubt. And those are the many, you know, and I, I do hope, um, you know, for, for many, many, very com- many reasons, you know, I happen to be living with my parents and brother, as many people my age are. Certainly, mm-hmm. a lot of people in the disability community live, live with their family. Um, and, you know, my, bro- my brother's uh, 20, 23, um, 23, 24. And, you know, so I don't see, you know, you know we don't have any, like, children, you know, running, mm-hmm. ar- you know, running around. But <clears throat> if there were... I would say, well, thank God they're so little and so young because hopefully they'll survive this and then forget about it and not even really know that it happened. Whereas someone my age understands all of it and it's a lot, it's a lot more stressful, you know, when you understand everything, you know. So it's kind of it's kind of good to I guess it would be kind of good to be a little kid in this time time period. <laughs> Maybe, right? Who knows? Well, I I I think that they are are it's gonna I, I almost want to say, and I, 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 I may sound a little stupid saying it, but it, I seem like out of everybody, the, the younger ones are going to be the ones least impacted because they don't have the, the they don't have that comfort, that their comfort zone isn't as big as like, you know, as you get older, your comfort zone goes, goes big. You have a small child. It's, you know, I, I take my bath at whatever I eat or whatever I go to bed, I wake, you know, and it's just simple, basic things like that. So putting a mask on or doing these things really doesn't affect them at all. You know, being restricted as to, uh, you know, so many people in, in a room really doesn't mean anything to them, right? Because when are they going to be in a room of a hundred people in a bar, right? It's not going to happen. So the, the, those things really, really don't bother them too much, right. if, if at all. Right. So I, they're, they're definitely more equipped to, and whenever we go back to normal or whatever our normal is going to well, be, we're entering a new normal, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, let, let's face it. Eventually, you know, our, our, our gathering sizes are going to start to increase. You know, our, a lot of the restrictions that we have are going to start to, to crumble away. Now, will they totally go away? I don't think so, but you're going to start to see them relaxed a little bit. Uh, and the kids are just going to look at it like, oh, okay, big deal. You know, it's not really going to affect them a whole lot. Uh, adults and, you know, down to maybe middle school, maybe a little bit younger. Uh, mm-hmm. Those those are the kids. That, that's where the effect you're going to see. Right. Sure. Sure. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I think I think we got the philosophy. Of, what are some what are some other issues um, that, that you like to talk about, you know, on, on your, on your podcast, or what are some, what are some other int- really interesting topics that you have had, a, you know, a good, a good response from on your podcast, I guess. Uh, believe it or not. I we, believe it. We, <laughs> we, we get, we get a lot of, uh, A lot of responses, and we get a lot of conversation in our chat. Whenever we, we, we talk about things that people have a, uh, an emotional interest in, we, I, I, and, and you're going to sit there and you go, yeah, no shit. But uh, most people, if, if we talk about something like 
the NFL week 15 or week six. We don't get too many, too many responses. We, we, we talk about uh, European soccer and our, our chat explodes. Okay. Uh, you know, week whatever in the NFL would never, you know, we're here in Western PA. So like everybody around here are big Steelers fans, right? Uh, we'll get a couple of, of, of comments about, well, they blew this one or boy, they're winning the Super Bowl because it's, it's around here. It's either one or the other. Uh, but you, 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 you talk about the, you know, mess Manchester United West Ham game. And it's a, almost a meaningless game on the table and people lose their minds. Right? They just go crazy over, over tactics and what was, you know, so-and-so thinking and why didn't they have this lineup and why did they, and he just, and it just scrolls and scrolls and scrolls and scrolls and you're just sitting there and you're thinking, well, we got a good, we got a winner today. <laughs> We're going to get a whole lot of people talking today. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, it, and if it, if it's a big game, if it's a big derby game, you know, United uh, Liverpool, you know, uh, El Clasico, something like that. Uh, boy, it, it just it, and our, our show could go on forever, and we we never get to, you know, a lot of the topics that we want to talk about because we would try to, you know, if there was a big game or a big match or whatever it is, we would try to lead with that and then get into everything else that happened during the day. And there were times that we just we wouldn't even get a chance to, to talk about anything else. So things that people are passionate about and, and that that doesn't necessarily mean on the negative side. Right. Uh, like like social media platforms. Right. The only time you, it's really bustling and moving is whenever people are angry about something. Uh, whenever you look at, at. At. Something that people get very excited about. Uh, in a positive way they become, you know, as talkative and is moving again, but that's very specific to, you know, the time that we're on the air, the time that, that we're doing these things. It's not a, a general thing. Uh, so it, it really, really, really depends on what's happening in the world. The good part is that pretty much since we started, we've never had a boring day. You know, there's always been something that, that got people going. Uh, the biggest problem that we have had is we would take a day. We'll start in the morning and we'll, and we'll get on our discord group and we'll just start throwing stories back and forth at each other and uh, ideas back and forth at each other. And then whenever we, 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 we get everything set up and we're getting ready to, 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 to go live because we do everything live. Uh, something happens 10 minutes before we start or 20 minutes before we start. Right. And everything we have planned for that day goes out the window. So now we have to ad lib everything because we have no time to prep. And, and this is how this happens almost constantly. We you'd think by now we would know better, but whenever we get onto something that, that, that people really, really, really have an interest in a, 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 an emotional interest in, uh, not a, 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 a curiosity or or anything like that. Uh, things go off. Think things happen. And believe it or not, we get a whole lot of responses whenever we start talking about local things. Like local. Lou lives about four miles away from me in one direction. Frank lives about four miles away from me in the other direction. Uh, and whenever we start talking about things that affect us, our little area, we're you know, most of the people watching our show or, or, or listening in really don't have, don't even know where to, where, where this place is. Boy, they, they, they start throwing things at us. Like, yeah, you know, the same thing happens in my neighborhood or, you know, the same thing happened in, you know, down the street from me or, or my aunt does this, you know, what happened to my brother or whatever it is. And that brings a lot of people really close to us and really gets people moving and gets people talking about things. So sometimes it's not really, as as big as as the riots, it could be something as small as you know the the. I, I you look across the street from my house right now, you'll see somebody with fifteen Trump signs. He's still in his front yard. Okay, I'm, I'm telling you, you can count them. There's fifteen of them. They're lined up, right? You know, uh, 
campaign signs <laughs> literally right across the street from me and you know you 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 throw that on you and you and 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 i would tell i said lou whatever you went home today did you go past my house did you see the knucklehead across the street from me and he'll just lose his mind right it's like, <laughs> then, we're getting all these people talking about yeah you know i got a cousin that does the same thing and you know and it just keeps going back and forth uh so it could be something <clears> as simple as that you know it, it I, I don't know if it's the day or if we just catch people in the right mood sometimes or what it is, but. I think it's the time period. I think people are, are fed up and people are, are receptive and willing to learn from us podcasters, I think is what it's about. And I think people are, are in the mood to listen to new information. So anything new that you can give someone, that's something that they will absorb. I think more than ever, because people are stuck at home, you know, they're too afraid, you know, to go outside or, or whatever it might be. So they're more likely to listen to a podcast or watch a YouTube, you know, about these types of things. I've got a question for you. Uh, of course, go right ahead. Uh, I got it, an answer. It, it just, it just came to, came to my mind. Uh, I'm 52. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so my, my my consumption of of news or whatnot is, is far different than yours. I have a son who's who's twenty years old, okay. So and, and my his the way he consumes and the way he gets information and the way he processes news and everything is far different than the way the way I do. Uh, how much actual television you know do you watch or do you interact with? As very opposed, little. As very opposed little. to as opposed to Twitter, YouTube. Uh, TikTok, you know, just go on down the line. Well, to, well t- TikTok, I don't, TikTok, I don't watch. Um, yeah. um, well, you know what I mean? Things like that. Yes. Yes. TV. I'll only watch TV if it's the show that I like. And most shows are pretty, m- most shows I don't like. So, you know, there's only like, there's only like a couple good things to watch either on, you know, the, I don't know what it's called either the, the regular TV side or the, or the Netflix. And there's only like, <laughs> If I'm looking through the list, there's only like one thing that's worth watching. Yeah. So I don't, I don't spend, you know, I don't spend a lot of time on, on the TV. I think I will tell you that I've noticed that more and more people my age are switching to, let's listen to a podcast. Let's listen to iTunes, yeah. what they're doing there. So if, if I, my advice then is stick to podcasting, because this is apparently the form of media that people are receiving. Uh, yeah, that, I, YouTube and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've 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 noticed I've noticed that. Yeah, uh, I, and it, I, I'm real curious where that divide happens. You know where? I think it, again. I think it's about the time period. I think the the times have changed in our society. So the way that people interpret media and interpret information has changed. So then people are more willing to sit down and listen to something and listen to new information. I think the action of listening to information to some makes it more believable because they're actually listening and not seeing it. I think that's, that's a lot of it. Do, do you think that, that a lot of it, I, 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 I always said that a, a big reason that let's say traditional TV. Okay. The, mm-hmm. the way we can, we, we, we can, it, it's easier to, to separate. Uh, traditional TV takes too long. Okay. In other words, if I want, if I want to watch the news, and I can remember being a kid, uh, you know, my, my parents would have the six o'clock news on, right? Right. The local news, the six o'clock news, uh, then would go to the national news at six 30. Uh, this was back in the days, like whenever cable television was, was pretty young, but the, the, the dynamics the same. Uh, and that's how, they pretty they, it was either the, the 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 news the local news at six o'clock in the newspaper and that was it okay and your your six o'clock they were set there for half an hour or maybe an hour if they wanted to watch a national thing and they were that's what they did for that hour okay uh whenever we had these riots going on a couple of days ago um my 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 son had the uh the uh, Manchester United game on. He's, so he's watching a soccer match and he's following the riots on, twi- on Twitter. Okay. And I, and I said, I walked, came in the house and I said, did you, did you see what's going on at the Capitol? He said, yeah, I'm following it on Twitter. It was the idea of, of, of this, of a, a, a broadcast, NBC, CBS, you know, whatever it is, CNN, sitting down and watching that 
was totally foreign to him. It never even crossed his mind. He would just rather pick up his phone, look on Twitter and see what, see what's going on. It was direct. It was quick. Uh, there's, there's, there's no, uh, there's no spin. There's no hype. It's just, this is somebody there. This is what they're showing me. And boom, there it is. And I, I thought, you know, we, we, that that's brilliant. That that's absolutely brilliant. And that's going to hurt a lot of these things. I think I, I I'm, I'm kind of getting off on a tangent a little bit and I apologize. Not, but, not at all. No, um, no, you're no, no, you're that's, it's, it's, it's really, that's really good information. And it's, it's really valuable to me because it, it shows it's exactly what I'm saying. The way that, you know, my generation or your son's, you know, interprets information is different. So what they consider gathering information, it's all the same. You know, whether you're watching the news or looking at it on Twitter, you're still you're still gathering the knowledge. It's just we just kind of eat it and kind of consume it in a in a different in a different context. But it's all the same story. Probably on Twitter, too. They added in videos so he could still physically watch videos. It it, it just seems like the way he's doing it, you know, the way you're doing it is just seems to be far more efficient. It depends on what you believe. If you believe that if you if you believe in conspiracies and that, you know, that vaccines have microchips in them, I don't know. You probably shouldn't be following that tweet. It depends on what you're following. Right. Granted. Absolutely. But if if, if you're looking to source information. Yeah. Boy, it's 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 right there for you now. Whether you you know, you might be sourcing garbage information, but there's. If you want it, boom, it's right there. And and you know. That's so okay. So it so the 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 takeaway here is that it's 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 valuable that we're able to access what we believe to be the facts so quickly. Yes. Well, yeah, and and the and the fact that that my generation, what 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 your main source is, my generation still seems to look at as a a fallback or a secondary source. Okay, uh, in, in other words. Most folks in, in, in my generation will watch, we'll say CNN, and whoever the 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 the, uh, the personality is on CNN will say something like, uh, "They're reporting on Twitter, yada 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 yada." So then, like my entire generation grabs their phones or probably their laptops or whatever it is, and, and goes to Twitter and tries to find this thing, where like my son will tell me, "Did those knuckleheads on CNN say anything about this yet?" You know, and you look at it and you go, nope, didn't see it yet. And then like an hour and a half later, they, they, they mention it. And what is secondary to, to, to people who are more than willing to sit there and watch TV uh, is primary to, to people who don't have any care in the world for television. And yeah. it's, it's a very interesting dynamic. It truly is fascinating. Yeah. Good. Well, where could someone, um, well, actually, um, what are some, what are some other, I have one, one great question for you, but what are some other questions you have for me personally? Uh, whenever you, 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 you started out, what was the hardest part for you? Podcast. Yeah, probably maintaining it, probably continue having, enough motivation to continue doing it and now that i now it's starting to pay off where i'm able to easily you know with relative ease get get guests to come come in here like you and so many others who are really appreciative of of the content see when people start appreciating the content then it starts to become a lot easier to produce so do you ever have a problem getting or just trying to figure getting content and figure out what i've been talking early whenever you first started yeah um but what I would do is I would go to various Facebook groups for, for blind people and they would ask a lot of questions about, you know, do I go to a big university or a small university? How do I deal with this, this, this issue, that issue, you know? And then I would just take the question. I would say, so today I would be talking to myself and I would say today, we're going to talk about this issue, you know, person out there in the audience, you want to know ABC, you know, here's my opinion. So kind of basing it off of other people's questions, it's a lot easier to come up with things to say. So that's, that's my advice about that. And that's how I handled that. Yeah. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Uh, we our, our, our biggest problem isn't uh, 
what we're going to 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 talk about or or you know we're trying to get a subject or a, a a theme or whatever for for whichever day uh any kind of information or you know even 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 motivation is it isn't a problem you know if you're doing anything like, like we do boy that this stuff is just there for you uh our 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 biggest problem and seems to be we we have a tendency to kind of stray off topic you know quite and you saw it with me tonight again right uh that seems to be the thing that that is 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 the hardest part for us i i, I think we, we that's we what that's tangent. what makes it a great uh, getting on tangents that's the whole point so it makes it a great show you're supposed to get on a tangent and kind of forget where you're going and then try to try to walk get back onto the road and get back to the path i guess Boy, we do that in spades, man. <laughs> so go ahead, hit me with your question. Okay, fine. So I'm sure you want to ask me one question to really make me sweat to really see if I'm worth my salt. So what question? You only have one. Oh. What question do you really want to know about me? Oh, boy. You know what? Uh, boy, I, 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 the, the one question that, that, I, I guess would, would, would be the, 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 I, 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 I wonder, do you have a goal for, for this, this show? Or is it just something where you're, you're doing and it's just going to be here and you're just going to continue to do it? Or is this a, a, is, do you want this to lead to something else? I want it to lead to me helping people and educating people and helping people to have a better day just by listening to a great podcast. So that's, uh, you, do you have any, you don't have any, any uh, uh, selfish goals for lack of a better, quite better term. Well, all goals in essence selfish. Yes, I <laughs> would be selfish, right? Yes. So any goal, any goal that we have is selfish, but my selfish goal is to be selfish and to help and to educate people and to help people and to, and to create a podcast where you can come, other blind people can come, other people. I've had people all over the world come onto this podcast. Trust me when I tell you, 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 you haven't seen the last of me and you won't be able to lose me now because you're going to get added to a lot of stuff. You're going to get added to some WhatsApp group and some, some all that secret stuff where we talk about conspiracies or something like that. So you'll be able to meet all of my guests from all over the world and really see how they live their lives. We've had everyone from, as I said, um, well, you were talking about the Mace thing earlier, but we've had everything from retired correctional officers. Um, he didn't end up joining the WhatsApp group. So why am I telling you that? I don't know. Um, everyone from other broadcasters all over the world, other podcasters, um, just a, a, a long, a long list of characters from here, you know, in North America, people as far as Uganda, New Zealand, um, you know, and my, and my WhatsApp group is the most open one because I'm the admin. So you can come, come on over after we're done with this recording, I'll show you, come on over send over a voice message if you want. And it's definitely the nicest group on WhatsApp to, to connect with my, to connect with my guests um, and other people who've helped me uh, with the podcast. So, I will do that. I, I, I thank you very much for the invite. Yes. My, my pleasure. My pleasure. Um, so, but of course, if people want to tune in to uh, Frank and Patsy, how would they go about doing that? You can give yourself a plug if you want, of course. Oh, thank you. Uh, our, well, our, what's, we, well, what's what's the point without you giving a plug? Why why would you come here, right? I was, I was being polite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you can you can find us on on Facebook at the the Frank and Patsy podcast, uh, on uh, um, on Twitch at uh, my my channel's name is Master Patsy. Uh, also on on YouTube, Master Patsy. Um, I tell you what, what, what link do you, here? I tell you what, 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 what link do you want them to click on in, in, in the description? Uh, I actually, can, the, 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 the Twitch one. Yeah. Uh, okay. If you give it, sure. If you give me the Twitch, I did. Did you give me the Twitch? That's, that's the one I sent you earlier. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So guys, just, just click that link and then you'll know, you'll know all about, all about that. I never got into Twitch and I never got into discord. Um, 
because I don't do the gaming. So it's more, it's more for that, but I'm glad you're using that for, for podcasting. That's useful. It, I guess it is. The, it's a, a very good platform. Uh, they, they actually have a talk show uh, uh, section and a uh, just chatting session section. Hmm. So it's not always, it's not always gaming. So it, it's, you know, it's actually pretty good. The, the, a lot of the, the, the better conversations we've had on, on our chat has been through, and through twitch awesome awesome that's all the questions i have um as i say this has been a, another excellent episode thank thanks for coming glad you guys enjoyed it please comment below we really covered a lot tonight um i wish you guys would comment below on youtube all of you are too shy i don't know why um <laughs> but aaron's opinion six at gmail.com if you want to email in you can also send in a nasty voicemail or text message or you might even send in a nice one that would be kind of strange one two four zero one two four zero six eight one nine eight six nine one two four zero six eight one nine eight six nine patsy i wish you the the very best of health um i wish everybody the best of health and uh until until next time we have a very special way that we end my podcast here on aaron's opinion by me saying thanks so much everybody take care and help one person today help one million people tomorrow <laughs>